This Soccer FM podcast is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovril.com. And welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, we have a look back on the weekend of SPFL football. A very special guest will be joining us on the line as well. We'll talk Scotland at the World Cup, Oliver Burke as well. Plus, we'll catch up with Sol de America, everyone's favourite Paraguayan team. So Ray, listen, it has been a busy weekend, but before we get to that, uh, as ever, thank you so much for everyone who's got in touch uh, over the course of the last week. We've had lots of people giving us a shout on Twitter, at ScottSoccerFM. Uh, thanks for all your comments on last week's show and the one before that as well, episode yeah. uh, two and one. Uh, also, we have our own forum on pineballroll.com. If you've not been there, we've got a wee sub-forum, SoccerFM. You can log on there and leave us your comments, and many of you had. We had a very interesting Where Are They Now last week, didn't we, Ray? Yeah, Livingston, Airdrie and former Celtic legend David Fernandez, who seems to have absolutely disappeared from oh. the face of the earth. Stuart Lovell said he hears from him like every three years for a couple of months and then he goes off the face, which led me to think that David Fernandez is in witness protection. Yeah. But cut a long story short, if you haven't heard last, yeah. uh, you should listen back to the last one. But essentially Jim Leishman said he works for Barcelona, which yeah. is a sentence I never thought I'd say out loud. Yeah, so basically if you don't know the feature as well, we pick a player every week. In fact, you suggest the player, yeah. we research him, tell you all where he is now. Uh, last week David Fernandez or David Fernandez was the player that was picked. And since then, I mean, we've had so many interactions on Twitter and on Pine Bobber yep. as well. Kirk Sterling, thanks to him for tweeting us at Scott Soccer FM. He's got a picture of David Fernandez at a Deportivo match, apparently scouting for Manchester City. Excellent. There's no date on that picture. It's getting yeah, it's getting to the stage now where we're piling a dossier on David Fernandez. Yeah, yeah. Which if he dies, we're gonna get in a lot of trouble, mate. Yeah, or or Maybe been included in the will. Yeah. <laughs> We're the only person that can get close to David Fernandez. <laughs> no one can get close to him. We've also had uh, Underpants Gnome on Pine Bob Road. What a name. What Underpants a name. Gnome. He says that his uncle lives in Catalonia and apparently Mr. Fernandez is engaged to a relative of Shakira, the Colombian singer my, who's married to Gerard Piquet. Yeah, my favourite thing about that was on this Pine Bovril forum was the response under that which quoted that thing and said pictures or get the fuck out yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean because you're assuming if she's related to Shakira she's probably draw yeah so listen we are still no further forward Man City have been very not accommodating no they've been very cagey with us so We're going to have to delve further. We'll put it on the back burner for now. We're not going to have a where are they now this week because, quite frankly, we're still trying to deal with David Fernandez. Next week, though, I know I teased it last week for St Mirren fans. Please do listen next week. We're going to have them live on the phone. We're going to be speaking to the where are they now next week. It's going to be an absolute belter. You don't want to miss that one. And we will continue uh, to find out where David Fernandez is and see if he is actually in the new series of Homeland. So, <laughs> if you and by the way, and listen, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, God, I, I met him in, uh, you know, Coat Bridge last week. Yeah, he was in right? the Edge. Yeah. <laughs> Six, nine P vodkas on a Monday. Exactly. I saw him in Hamilton Palace, right? So, any of these places, uh, at Scott Soccer FM, if you know where David Fernandez is, it's, uh, we're going to, we'll put him on a milk carton. 
Fernandes. That's what yeah. we'll do. What I quite like is every so often you change from David Fernandes to David Fernandes. I know. And there's no rhyme or reason for whether you're changing or not. There, there's no there's no reason. And that's because I don't know. I don't know whether <laughs> it's David or David. It's like David and Go. That's David and Gog. Call him it? Dov. Yeah. Do you big, know that? Big Div. Big Div. Well, I think Div is Div a, a sort of more West Coast thing. Aye. Because where uh, in Fife, I know people who get who are called David who get called Dov. Like a bird? Yeah. Okay, like yeah. the verb to dive. Yeah. <laughs> Dove. Suits Fernandez, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll call him Div. That's what we'll yeah, call big him. Div, uh, Div so Fernandez. listen, keep them coming in to at Scott Soccer FM. Uh, we love hearing <clears> from you as always. Uh, let's take a wee look back on the weekend of football and the SPFL. Uh, lots of stuff happening. We'll get to League Two in just a wee second where there was about four million goals yeah. scored. Uh, but we'll start in the Premiership. The big result, obviously, first versus second from last season. Uh, Celtic giving Aberdeen a bit of a thumping in the end. I don't yep. think it was. Uh, quite a 4-1 game I was reading some of the fans reactions on the forums and all the rest of it but Celtic have started the season on fire yeah attacking wise certainly and big Doris De Vries starting for Celtic yeah that's a bit of kicking the teeth of Craig Gordon yeah ex-pars he was a decent keeper but he'll always be remembered as the player who sealed a relegation because we played Inverness up there and he spilled the ball into the net and oh. that was the goal that sort of cost us and we went down after that but he is a very good goalkeeper so if, if you're a Celtic fan listening to this and you don't know much about him he is a good keeper whether he's better than Craig Gordon I'm not very sure yeah. but Celtic defensively still look a bit dodgy but going forward a couple of the goals that he scored Griffith's goal was a screamer. Um, oh, it's exactly what you want from your striker. A meg on the edge of the box, yep. a strike inside of the post, looks like it's going to hit the other yeah. post, goes in. And fair play to Lee Griffiths for going over and uh, celebrating with the shirt of that uh, 13-year-old guy, Kieran. Yes. Lovely uh-huh. touch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good goal. Uh, Rogers, as much as I think he's a comedy character, yeah. and there's obviously <laughs> all the memes about him on online and all the rest of it, has, has done a fantastic job in turning around what they were like last yeah. season because they just sort of stagnated under dial a wee bit. And James Forrest, yeah. I am pleased to say, looks like a football player. Yeah. And it's that's what I was thinking about when I was watching it because... You think about Scottish football and the Scotland national team. You've got James Forrest coming back on form, Lee Griffiths, Kieran Tierney putting in great performances yeah. every week. Obviously, Gordon's been dropped, so that's whether that's a long-term thing or not, we'll have to look at. But that's great for Scottish football. Absolutely. Uh, they might be in contention for starting, I would imagine, definitely, uh, come Sunday night. We'll get on to the Scotland game a wee bit yeah. later on, and we'll also find out who the new Scotland captain will be as well. Yeah. We've got an exclusive on that. Uh, elsewhere in the Premiership, good win for Hearts again. That's two on the bounce. We'll be turning that around. Uh, we were unlucky. We played well. Probably deserved the point but at the end of the day sometimes they go yeah. for you sometimes they don't absolutely a uh, couple other uh, results as well Rangers drawn on the Friday night against Kilmarnock Rangers seem to be struggling a bit great point for Kilmarnock yeah. and could have uh, hung on it. I think it probably was a red card <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know one yeah. of those fifty fifties. No, yeah. it was a total horror. It was an absolute shocker, wasn't it? It was. It, it was, was so high and so straight. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was like a challenge that you would expect to see Joey Parton make. <laughs> so, uh, so that was Rangers on the Friday night. Uh, Dundee Motherwell nil nil, not kicked off for Faisal back too. By the way, no. I was at the fringe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Got out of the car. Park the car just in York Place at the stand. Ooh, you know where it someone's is. Someone's got money. Exactly. No, but it was Sunday, so free parking. Ah, okay, right, okay, makes sense. <laughs> Single yellow line, I was fine <laughs> with that. So, um, parked the car, was walking along, and I was with uh, Des Clark, who yep. uh, we both know. Were you giving him a lift? I was giving him a lift. <laughs> all, make, all makes sense why you're at the fringe now. Yeah, exactly. So, I was there, and we were walking along, and these three guys got out of a van, and I was like, God, I recognise that guy. And it was Ben Richards Everton, who plays with yep. Unferman, yep. former party like this. Yes. So he got out. Then... Faisal Elbak to got out the van behind them. It looked like a, a workies van, they were basically. <laughs> and there was like sort of rubbish at the front, you know, like classic workies, yeah. like pizza boxes and all the rest of it. And I turned to Des and I was like, 
that is Faisal El Bakhti. And what did Clarky say? He was like, didn't even notice him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Carry, carried on walking, mate. Well, come on, and let's get some grass. Dundee struggling to replace Kane Hemmings and Greg yeah. Stewart? By the looks of it, yeah. They've uh, struggled for goals, uh, certainly, which is obviously what they used to do. So yeah. um hasn't quite kicked on for Faisal yet, but I'm sure it will because he is uh, the world's best player. Inverness picking up the first win of the season. Yep, Three good points. result for them. Did you see their second goal? Didn't see their second oh, goal. Oh, what a stramash. About four or five different players crashing into each other and Josh Meekings on the line, outside the right foot finish, like on the line, but celebrates <laughs> as if he's just scored Lee Griffiths' goal. Yeah. Goes absolutely <laughs> mental. Loving it. Yeah, well, I had St. Johnston on my coupon. So, nah. um, so, yeah, and then, obviously, uh, Ross County as well, uh, they managed to... Um, lose to Hamilton. Lose to Hamilton, uh, which... Dougie Emery. Is, uh, is he still kicking about? He's 33, he's still kicking about. I've got a theory. Yep. I've never seen Dougie Emery and Kenny Miller in the same room. They are clearly both hooked up to the same machine I, to keep their careers they've going. Been frozen. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> and obviously, the Kenny Miller sheen of orange. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side effect of being cryogenically frozen, I think. Uh, into the championship, Hibs are just romping away yep. with things. They've, they've, they're the anti Hibs. Yeah. They're not Hibs in it anymore. They're absolutely not. Uh, Morton, who haven't had a great start to the season, I guess, uh, just the latest lambs to slaughter. Yep. Hibs have made some shrewd signings because mm-hmm. you had Shinney scoring. Um, yeah, and then Grant, Grant Hall got his first goal Shenny dropping down from Birmingham to uh, the Championship I was quite surprised because he probably could have gone to a number of different clubs but clearly bought into the message that Lennon is saying yeah. and then also Brian Graham who is someone who has been around uh, the grounds of Scotland Certainly but he will, he will get you the goals yeah. and he came on and scored the fourth so that's a good result then what's happening at Dunfermline Stephen? Yeah, that's three defeats in the spin. Uh, Queen of the South uh, deserved to win. I don't have any complaints at all. They were the better team. And uh, we could have maybe got a penalty in the last minute. Oh, really? Uh, which, uh, for me, looked like an absolute stonewaller. Uh, I've seen it back, and I can't believe the referee didn't give it. Um, but that summed up the referee's performance on yeah. Saturday. Uh, not that he cost us the game, but, you know, international break now, we'll need to... Regroup, uh, regroup Tran- and see what Transfer deadline day on Wednesday as exactly. well Exactly Sensational news coming into <laughs> East End Park <laughs> It's Louis Benz doing Sky Sports <laughs> News now. Yeah, exactly uh, So yeah, um, disappointing for them Fairman elsewhere in the championship uh, Falkirk managed to get their first win of the season yeah. uh, Against Dumbarton So that's good for them uh, Obviously they were heavily fancied at the start yeah. of the season Air just missed out on their first win, uh, managed to concede a late goal to St Mirren, who yeah. are themselves having a bit of a meal. And I've just seen Ayr linked on Twitter just before we started this show with Conrad Balatoni from oh, really? Kilmarnock. Yeah, so he'd be a decent signing at that level. When he played for Thistle on that level, he was excellent. I don't think they've really signed anyone. They, apart from Gary Harkins? Yeah, I think Harkins is there. But apart from that, maybe one or two others. And it's the same squad that, you know, I mean, we finished like... 18 points in front of them last season or something. So And, and elsewhere, fine. United chucking a 2-0 lead. Against Wraith. Wraith just seem to be uh, have that spirit about them yep. now that they're just not going to get beat. I think I read, I think it's 16 or 17 games unbeaten, maybe more. Wow. Uh, obviously going back to last season as well. So they're on some run at the moment, the Rovers. And can you also get a more Gary Locke <laughs> signing than Kevin McHattie? Yes. That just sums it up perfectly, doesn't it? He is the, he is what... Uh, Gary Locke was to Jim Jeffries. Yeah. <laughs> like whenever Jim Jeffries went, he just signed Gary Locke. I'm sure it was uh, a famous quote. Somebody said, "If Jim Jeffries was AC Milan manager, he would sign Gary Locke <laughs> to play that, in beside uh, Reno Gattuso." They would call him Locky out there as well. Yeah. Be cute over the years. <laughs> yeah. They're lovely. Exactly. And so then the championships are still uh, bringing the numbers in. I mean, you'd seven and a half thousand 
the Dundee United that we yeah, kenned. 4,000 Dunfermline, uh, the Dunfermline game as wow. well, which was good. Yeah. Uh, or just under, it was like 3-9 something. So, yeah, really good numbers. Uh, down in League One, after us praising Livingston. I know, I could not believe this. The week before, and obviously because I put them on my coupon, <laughs> uh, they got beat by Queen's Park. So there we go, Livingston slipping up, and that's going to be... Probably an important result because Aloha just seem to be steamrolling everything they're in just front straight of them. into it. Yeah, Aloha just all the way. So that's another Albion four. Rovers, yeah. The amount of goals they've scored, they've hit four a few times so far. Yeah. Hit five at one point against Stranraer. They are just bulldozing their way through the league, and it's hard to bet against them right now. Yeah, because you think about even through to the league cup stages. Yeah, they've been all the way through. Exactly. That's uh, they just keep winning. They can't stop winning. Stranraer managed to pick up their first win of the season against Peter Head. What as well. a journey that is for Peter Head as well. Oh no! I mean, I mean, that's the long, longest bus up the road you can imagine. I mean, from Stranraer to Peter Head after a loss as well. <sighs> I mean, screw that. Was I think last season they played. If I'm wrong on this, please do correct me yeah. at Scots Soccer FM or on Pine Bovril. I'm sure there was a midweek game yeah, towards the end of the season where they basically got to the 80-odd minute and the referee went, do you just want to call it a draw? <laughs> and they were like, ah, you okay then? <laughs> that's we'll fine. Take that. We'll take that. Because <laughs> the floodlights failed or something. So, yeah, I think that's what's happening. And then in League 2, goals galore. Twen- 28 goals. 28 goals in five games. Defence is on top, yeah. obviously. <laughs> so there was a 5-3 Cowdenbeath match. I know there was yeah, Clyde, Clyde beat Cowdenbeath uh, 5-3 and our yeah. both beat Stirling 5-3. Forfar seemed to be Elgin. on top there in, yeah. the, in League I thought, 2. I thought Elgin ran really good shout for that league. Yeah. Um, and they've not kind of transferred their early season form over. Yeah. And then uh, Edinburgh City still without a win. Yeah, but they were winning. Yeah, they lost 2-1 to Berwick. And yeah. I was... I was uh, gigging in Newcastle that weekend and I nipped up to the Fringe on Saturday to see a couple of shows and on the way back down uh, I was getting the train from Edinburgh to Newcastle mm-hmm. stopped at Berwick chatted to a couple of Berwick fans who were talking about how rank they are yeah. and saying that Edinburgh City were a lot worse oh really a lot worse Yeah. so they were saying they don't see them doing that well this season oh, that's, that's a bit unfortunate and also I have this thing as well sometimes when you're on holiday or you're just sort of out and about and you say, oh my God, there's a Berwick Rangers fan. I've never seen a Berwick Rangers. I've never seen a Berwick Rangers fan. I, I just associate Berwick Rangers with the name Stephen Notman. Like, yeah. all, <laughs> just remember that coming yeah. through all the time. Yeah. I'll just, just go over and chat to them about that. When you look at all four divisions now, you've got Celtic who have won all their games. Yep. You've got Hibs who have won all their games. You've got Allah who have won all their games. And you've got Forfar who have won all their yeah. games as well. So it's it's quite rare. We're going to be in September by the time we come back after the international break. I know there's Challenge Cup games this weekend and stuff. But once we get back to league business in a couple of weeks' time, it's very rare to get into September and you've got four teams from all four divisions with a 100% record. Yep, unbeaten all the way. I saw as well uh, Dundee United looking to sign a Dutch centre-half that's played, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, obviously after the... The signing of Schneider last season obviously yeah. went so well. They're Absolutely. back in that market. Yeah, I mean, uh, has he played with the sort of uh, the the classic Dutch teams that you you you've heard of? Probably like, Nackbreed, I presume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groningen. Yeah. Like, they always play with Groningen. <laughs> Those team. are the teams that if you're playing Pro Evo, I'm a Pro Evo man. I don't play FIFA, but me when me and my mates play it, and we do we just do random teams because that's the fairest way to do it. Yep. It always ends up, oh, I mean, what a game. It's Heracles Almelo versus uh, Senegal. Like, <laughs> like, ah, come on, that, that'll do, that'll do. I'm not going to get any better than that. These, uh, Van der Struck, his name is, and he's just been released by another one of these classic Willem Twee. Of course he has, of course he has. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, you mentioned the international break there uh, a wee bit earlier on. Now, you may remember last week, 
we started a poll. We suggested some alternative Scotland captains because, quite frankly, we were bored of all the chat about Darren Fletcher and Snodgrass yep. and, blah, and Grant blah, Hanley. Blah. Not who's, who's not getting into the Newcastle side just now. He was on the bench yeah. at the weekend. So we decided to come up with some alternative names. Now we came up with Tommy Sheridan. Yep. We came up with uh, George Galloway. George Galloway. And the final one was Christian Naddy. Christian Naddy, one of the most cultured footballers to grace the Scottish game. Someone who's he's been around, he knows the clubs. And so what we did, we set up a Twitter poll. Yes. We set up a Twitter poll. And we are pleased to announce, Stephen. Yes, that Christian Naddy... Joined us a little bit earlier on, on the phone, and we started off by explaining to him why he was on the phone to us. Basically, what we've done is, we ran a poll after Scott Brown stepped down as Scotland captain, and I'm pleased to tell you, Christian, that you were the unanimous choice, the overwhelming choice of the public to be the next Scotland captain. How do you feel? Well... I always dream of being the Scottish captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. very delighted. Christian, I absolutely love you. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Christian, are you still up for getting married to me? Well, you need to go on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, wait a minute, are we going to get a live proposal here? Is that what we're going to get? Oh. No problem, go on your knees. What we'll do is we'll do this and then I'll send you a picture later. So I'm going to get down on one knee just now. Okay. Okay. Hey, Christian Naddy, will you marry me? I'm not cheap though. <laughs> the ring must be really nice. <laughs> Christian, I've seen the clubs you've played for. You are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I think we can we can call that a proposal. Yeah. Well done. There we are. Wedding bells. <laughs> the wedding bells are ringing. Thank you very much, Christian. You've played with six clubs, I think, in Scotland, yes, haven't you? Six. Yeah. Hey, Christian, where does Stranraer train? Because... I've noticed quite a lot of the players don't live in Stranraer. So do you, are you guys based in Glasgow or do you travel or how does it work? Yeah, we most of the time live in Glasgow and we train in Glasgow. Ah, cool. That's okay. I'm just wondering for when we live together, where would be the best place to live? Because I'm not really up for moving to air. So we need to work this out. No, we can, we can get the flat in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. A wee pad in the West End. Yeah. That'll do you. We didn't realise we, we were reading up about you. You, were, you played for France under 21s. Is that correct? Yeah. And we were looking at some of the players you played with as well. Yeah, so I, I, have a, I have a list of some of the players. And we're just wondering, what happened to Patrice Evra or Jeremy Matthew? Do you know where they are now? <laughs> I don't know. No. They're <laughs> looking for a club or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, did you not play against Evra on Saturday for Peter Head? He was injured. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Now, do you think of yourself as a, an adopted Scotsman since you've been here for so long? Well, I've been here for a while. I actually like being here. Um, so, why, why not living here late, uh, in the future and hopefully get a family here? Yeah, if we yep. can adopt a, a kid. Yep, adopt, yep, that's fine. <laughs> Just start, start looking at the Stranraer young team and then we can start having a look at that. You played in Cyprus, but you've also played in Thailand. What was the standard of football like there compared to Scottish football? Well, I didn't really play in Cyprus because I've been on holiday, so six months I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just an Ayanapa? Is that what it was? Larnaca, <laughs> yeah. I spent my day in a, in a, in a pool. <laughs> what about Thailand then, Christian? How did you get on there? Uh, honestly, I think the best club in um, in Thailand could be in the top six. The two best clubs in Thailand could really? be in the top six. Really? Wow, wow. Yeah. They would do well in, in, um, in summer. Yeah, when they go to our broth away on a December night, it's not going to be the best, is it? Oh, yeah, no chance. Yeah. There, I was playing... Uh, it was 16 degrees or 20 degrees at one point, and every player wearing a jacket and stuff. They were so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a summer's day here, yeah. isn't it? Hey, Christian, who's the best player you've ever played against? Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. When? Wait, for wait. Sheffield United? Ah, I'm surprising you, yeah? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to remember, Christian. I used to be a good. I used to be a good player. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, so Christian, and was he just different? Was he just incredible? Ah, he was too good. He was too good. Unfortunately, it was the. Um, I don't know if you remember. It was the year where they played against uh, England in the. In oh the yeah, yeah. When he got Ren- yeah. uh, Rene sent off. Yeah, the, exactly. So every every place he went, people were booing him and stuff. So. I remember at the end of the game he was crying. What footballer that has played in Scotland will be your best man? Who would be who your best man? Who's your best mate in football? Lee Wallace. Lee Wallace? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's a strange man, but yeah. That's <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be honest, Christian. I thought you would have named about four thousand players ahead of Lee Wallace, but yeah, that's it. That's what we're going for. That's great. We'll hopefully uh, catch up with you later on in the season uh, to find out uh, how you're getting on and how Stranraer are getting on as well. We're obviously always looking out for Stranraer's results. I'll tell you what. See from now on, Stranraer can be the official Soccer FM. Scottish team Scottish team Definitely As tribute to you yeah. Christian So hopefully You get your goal scoring boots on And you can fire Stranraer To promotion into the championship How about that Yeah that's the plan Excellent the plan. Excellent yeah. Listen Christian Thank you very much The new Scotland captain On Soccer FM Ladies and gentlemen Christian, Christian Nadi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you I'm going to walk The hand brown on my On my, on my hand <laughs> and there we have it That was Christian Nadia on the phone What a lovely guy Ray This is one of the weirdest afternoons of my life Yeah Like see when I go to see my mum later on We go for dinner Mum's like what did you do today well, I proposed to Christian Nadi. Like, yeah I mean Is there a more terrifying sentence to be said by Christian Nadi than get on your knees Yeah <laughs> I mean so many things from that chat stand out the fact that we found out he played with the likes of Patrice Evra and yep. Jamie Matthew, that's at Barcelona and Juventus, and uh, he plays with Stranraer, yep. uh, which, no offence, Stranraer is, is not quite the same. And then no. also, when he was like, I used to be a good yeah. player, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have to fantastic. say, Christian Nadi is clearly the soundest person we've ever met. What and, a laugh. And of all the things for him to say, Lee Wallace as a best man. <laughs> Lee Wallace. I mean, did they play together at Hearts? Hearts presumably. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Unless him and um, Unless Lee Wallace a... went on holiday in Cyprus together for six months. Possibly. I, I mean, I and Apple. <laughs> well, how was your time in Cyprus? I was just in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just on holiday. That's when it went downhill for Christian Nadia thing. But listen, what a great sport he was. And as I said, we'll get him back on the show and we'll speak to him throughout the year and hopefully keep up with his trials. But thanks for joining us Christian that's fantastic this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and that brings us neatly on to Scotland beginning our World Cup campaign against Malta on Sunday night Ray what are we thinking Uh, it's an interesting one because the main thought that I was just now because the captain's now been sorted with Christian which is great yeah good news um, I think you'll love it Malta they've probably got some swimming pools they can hang out in I'm sure they do uh, yes. and also but it's sad that his best friend Lee Wallace isn't making it into the squad just now yeah but then you've got Robertson and Tierney keeping <laughs> well this is out. the thing we only produce left backs now yeah. <laughs> we've got Tierney who's fantastic Robertson who I think is great we've got like Shinny can play at yep. left back Wallace can play at left back yep. we've got that guy Stephen Hendry not the snooker yep. player the guy that plays with West yeah, Ham yeah he's in the under 21s just now Kingsley at Swansea yeah. can play left back yeah can we just play six left backs, overload the left hand side? See, to be honest, Craig Levine would easily have done that. Well, yeah, exactly. Nabed up front, six left backs. That's what he'd have done. But yeah. So now that the captain's been sorted, I think the big query is uh, will Oliver Burke start? He has to. I mean, 
I don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how obscure this transfer was. I was at a wedding yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got a text saying Oliver Burke has signed for Red Bull Leipzig. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so is he doing that motocross thing now? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, and he's now become the most expensive Scottish footballer in a single transfer. Thirteen uh, beating Stephen Fletcher and Ross McCormick, who's moved for twelve before. Yeah, and then you look at it. So much so, this is such an odd transfer that the head story on BBC Sports Scotland today was five things you won't know about Oliver Burke. Yeah. And it was just five things about him. Not even like, <laughs> oh, his dad invented an ice pole. Yeah. Like, nothing like that. <laughs> it was just, oh, he's from Kirkcaldy. So, 19 years old, the big question is, and obviously, what pressure to put on the guy as well. Yeah. He's moved for this amount of money. But if this guy is half as good as we think he is now, having done extensive research over the past 24 hours. Mate, 24 minutes. Yeah, 24 <laughs> minutes, yeah. Could he be Scotland's answer to Gareth Bale? He's already appeared for twice for Scotland. And also, Gordon Strachan has admitted that he scouted uh, Oliver Burke coincidentally when he went down to Charlton to watch Tony Watt. So Tony Watt is now signed for Hearts. Hearts and he's now a £13 million player in the space of a year. Yeah, I which mean... Which is crazy. I... I, I we fingers crossed that all this pressure that we're putting on this guy doesn't crush him and he comes back like Brian O'Neill who played with Wolfsburg and yeah. just ended up came back and played with Aberdeen yeah. and, and that all a Scott Booth. But it's funny, like you said, it looks because I looked at the other um, Leipzig players and there's no real notable names to be honest. I was reading about them yesterday. Apparently, they're not very well liked. They've, in Germany They've also They got founded in 2009 Yes Well this is the thing They go against You know the sort of German model Of the fans being involved in it They're owned by a billionaire Yeah Who Red Bull Salzburg Who have had reasonable success in yeah. Europe uh, The Austrian team uh, yeah. Similar owners Kind of coming through that way So I mean And there's been various tenants At the ground that they've got It was built for the 2006 World Cup So I think it's like 30, 40,000 But Leipzig's obviously A massive place Like it was The capital East Germany I believe Well I like Good knowledge I like to think that because I met a German DJ From Leipzig in Croatia last week I like to think I have a direct responsibility For this transfer Well let's hope so Because he's thought All Scottish people are Relatively sound And ginger So let's just do this And Oliver Burke Can take his drink as well So (laughs) (laughs) Also just as a wee side note uh, Ray you're a bit hungover today aren't you oh so hungover I was at a wedding yesterday and it was a good laugh it was a good laugh some personal highlights were when they did left a good job in the city what song's that uh, rolling rolling yeah that one rolling, did that. rolling as you on know, the river rolling in the river yeah, yeah. As, as we know the traditional dance is to do the kind of arms forward rolling do like do a train do uh, do one guy was so steaming when he did that he rugby tackled the girl in front of him <laughs> Which was Amazing. beautiful. And also, it was in Oren Moore in Glasgow. It was a goalie from my football team getting married. And it was absolutely roasting. Yeah. It ridiculously hot. I feel like I've lost a stone, which is nice. And the band went... Uh, it was the most Scottish shout I've heard at a wedding in my life. The band went, um, any requests? As someone just shouted, open a fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was stiflingly hot yesterday. Why were there no windows open? Because yeah, it's all stained glass windows. You was can't it, open them. Oh, was it upstairs? upstairs yeah. yeah, I've been up there. It is boiling in there. So um, I'm a little bit tender, but that's why I found about the Oliver Burke thing. And I was just like, well, no. And yeah. I woke up this morning going, did I imagine that? Yeah, was I so drunk that, <laughs> I mean, some 13 million pound player yeah. from Scotland it just for an obscure German team. <laughs> it's like when you do a football manager and you send your scout to scout young players across the world and he's clearly had potential maybe four stars and they've gone yeah we'll sign him up now Yeah, but fair play to the guy and it's a bold move for him and so I don't think he will start 
on I think we're I think he'll, to have I think Snodgrass he'll play, and Forrest on the wings probably yeah if Snodgrass is fit he'll play Snodgrass which I'm not too fussed about because no. I do like him I, and Forrest I've not been a great fan of but the way he's been playing in the past few weeks you can't really yeah. grumble and do you think, uh, if he does start and he surely surely has to play Griffiths and do you, but do you think they'll go one up top or do you think they'll go Griffiths I, and Naddy <laughs> I imagine if imagine James Forrest crossing it into Nadi, just knocking I mean, it down. There's there's forty goals a season. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But and we only play twelve games, so that's yeah, very impressive. I know. I'm a, I, I do imagine that we'll play one up front because I was looking back at Malta's results and they only got beat by the odd goal. Yeah, the smaller teams are getting a lot stronger. Yeah, teams are getting a lot stronger. So they're not the walkover that I think many people are expecting. But we must win. If we have any chance of, course. Of, of qualifying for this World Cup or even getting into the playoffs, we have to beat Malta. We're playing a team that my mum goes on holiday to. Like yeah. That is essentially what Malta is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, as much as we've just built them up there and now we're dismissing them. Yeah. I it's think, a Scottish way. Yeah, exactly. And so then when we lose and we do this on Monday, we'll be like, what a team. I think it's going to be a long night on Sunday. I am a bit worried. It's got no nil draw written all over it. I think But if we don't win it, We have ground out results recently And look at the Denmark yeah. game And we did get spanked a bit by France But yeah. we had Gordon Greer starting this, yeah. It's the centre-halves that worry me Yeah, I think uh, we are struggling At centre-half As I say, if we could just play left-backs I mean, can yeah. Kim Taylor play centre-half? Well, he's half? been playing as part of a back three at Celtic occasionally So that could be an option Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed Hanley will obviously play I think Martin will play as well yeah, so, Nadi could do a job back there Oh, he could, yeah, like an Andy Todd type figure. Yeah. Can, Dion uh, Dublin just moved yeah. back and forward all the yeah. time. What was the guy that played with Hearts McKenna? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Just, just chuck him up, chuck him back. Yep, That's exactly. The way to do it. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be a tense night. You've got that uh, Sunday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. It's on uh, Sky, I think. And you also have uh, some other uh, international games. Northern Ireland returning to action as well yeah. since their uh, European heroics. Liam Boyce is in the Northern Ireland squad, uh, slightly missed out on a place in the 23 for the tournament to Will Grigg, who was, had an unfortunate advantage of being on fire at yeah, all times, which ex- is unfair. Exactly. Because Liam Boyce is ginger and can't go anywhere near fire. So, <laughs> so he if Liam to... Boyce had a song, then he would have been on the plane. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I don't think there's enough Ross County fans to make up a song. So no, that was no, his disadvantage. Hey, listen, if you're a Ross County fan and you were offended by that, please do get in touch. But also, if there is or a... If, if you know a song for yeah, Liam if Boyce. Yeah, if you do know a song for Liam Boyce, if there's a, a Liam Boyce anthem, maybe we could create a Liam Boyce anthem and that could cement his place in the Northern Ireland squad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> forget about goals and all all scoring think of and stuff was like that. Boyce, 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 but that would not work no, at all. No, I don't But Northern so. Ireland fans would love it. So we don't know if Liam Boyce has got a Song, but wasn't that a sort of Gwen Stefani song that, that mentioned Boise? Uh, I think. Wait, I don't know. All I'm thinking of is. Here we go. Oh, the thought of the Ross County fans singing this is a beautiful image. Yeah, in fact, it wasn't even Gwen Stefani. It was no doubt. Was That's it? how long ago it yeah. was. It's from 2001. So what about, hey, hey, hey Boise. Ooh. Ah, I wanna know. How much does Roy McGregor pay you in wages? Yeah. <laughs> 
a very large goal bonus <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd predict as well because he does score all the time so yeah, listen does. Ross County fans get in touch on Pine Bovril Soccer FM forum there and also at Scott Soccer FM too uh, final word on Scotland before we uh, sort of uh, hurl ourselves into the misery of the campaign um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's true yeah. we, we need to beat Malta because you look at the first few games we've got Malta we've got Lithuania at home if we don't win those two games I mean we may as well give up Lithuania is an absolute classic Scotland remember when Levine was in charge and we started the campaign away in Lithuania Mm -hmm. and they were gash right they were utter gash we got a 0-0 draw and Craig Levine like heralded this result as oh this is a fantastic start to the campaign coming away from home and getting a point that's what you need and I was like mate it's It's Lithuania." Lithuania like it wasn't even you know, filled with Hearts players from about 10 years yeah. ago. You can tell Romanov has just been bigging up to yeah. Levine how good Lithuania are. Exactly. Or maybe he's accidentally been scouting Lithuania basketball team who are <laughs> world beaters. Yeah, exactly. And that set the tone for what was a hideous campaign yeah. uh, under uh, Craig Levine. But, I mean, in the end, had we won that game, we would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, there's so many instances of that. The main ones that stick out in my head are Georgia on about four different occasions, it yeah. feels like. That's a brutal Things one. Things were much better behind the Iron Curtain. So let's take ourselves away from that world of football and immerse ourselves in this. It's time for Soccer FM's Teams Around the World. This is Teams Around the World, of course. Saudi America, everyone's favourite Paraguayan team. How have they been getting on? I know they haven't played many games over the past week, have they? So the Paraguayan league season seems to have shut down a little bit just now. Yeah. But there was a big game, and this is how it's going. I absolutely love this. I got a a text at half nine on Thursday night when I was gigging in Newcastle. It just said, Sold America at home tonight, at home to High Inquiry of Peru. Big game, mate. Big game. <laughs> we need to get more involved. I don't yes. think we're involved enough. Right? Well, I. this is what I'm going to do an appeal for. Listeners have been good so far. Thank you very much for getting in touch. And uh, as Stephen said, on Pine Bovril or through Twitter. What I'm looking for just now is, and what we're looking for together, is someone that can speak Spanish. Yes. We want someone that can speak Spanish, that can help us get in touch with the club and see what we can do. Because currently there is no uh, British-based Solid America Supporters Club. Solid America is a club. They, they've only been recently promoted in the last uh, few years back to the top flight. Capacity of 5,000 at the ground. Yeah. Not a huge club. We want to offer our support over to them. I think they would they would want our support. Yeah, why would they not? Especially because uh, I, I agree with you, Stephen. I felt we didn't know enough about the team. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I went on the Wikipedia page and tried to have a look at some of the uh, players' names because I don't know if you remember, we've got uh, Alvarez up top who's banging 15 goals in 20 games, mm-hmm. having a great thing. And so I thought, right, what I'll do is I'll go on, because I've been calling him Eric. I've been giving them names. So, like, for example, <laughs> on Thursday night, we did beat Sport Hayekano. Uh We won 1-0, and Salmon Yego scored the goal after seven minutes. Why Salmon Yego is his initial? I've been calling him Yakubu. So I thought, <laughs> right, what I should do is probably learn the names. And Alvarez was the one that stuck out, obviously, as our goal-scoring machine. So I went on. And he's got a Wikipedia page. And it's Ernesto Alvarez. Ernesto Alvarez. Ernesto. What I found amazing was uh, he's actually so good that he died in 2010. He died in 2010. He died in 2010, aged 82. Right. And I'm not saying the Paraguayan League is easy okay. to score goals in, 
but their top scorer died in nineteen so in two thousand and ten. Scoring goals from beyond the grave. Yep, and it's playing great. So it looks like what you they've say done that is, you say that that we do have the ongoing thing. How old is Kenny Miller? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how old Kenny Miller is. Yeah. Has Kenny Miller already died? Is he a hologram that he's come from the future? <laughs> we have to wait. We, we oh, can't rule that out. Imagine that's what everyone in the future looked like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the orange sheen. This is the one yeah. I keep going on about. That's what it is. So through round one where we beat uh, General Wilsterman and then now playing the Peruvian team. So we'll go away there. Peru is a tough place to go as we all know from the Paddington Bear books we've read when yeah. we were younger. Yeah, that is. Uh, so that's so, why he came here. Yeah. So we're playing tonight. We're playing General Caballero tonight. Oh. Right, Monday uh, night football. Monday night football, <laughs> half eleven. Obviously yeah. moved it for Kenny Sky Sports. Carragher, didn't yeah. it? Didn't analysis. Harry Neville. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was French. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. And then we've got Rubio New at home, and then the big one, River Plate at home. The fake River Plate. The though. fake River Plate. Well, we say that they might be the original River Plate. They're uh, probably ju- the fake ones. They're probably the fake ones. Yeah. yeah it just reminded me of a story. My mate went travelling in South America a couple of years ago, and he went up to see the uh, Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. In Peru, obviously the the World Heritage Site, I believe, and uh, so he went up there. They said it was fantastic, and when he got up to the top, he was like, "I'm starving," because it's a long day. You have to get up early morning. You have got a bus up and all wee windy roads and all the rest of it. Got to the top, and there was a place selling food, and he bought what he could only describe as a bridey. <laughs> and thought, he was like I couldn't believe it I've come all the way to South America and I bought a bridey at the top of Machu Picchu we need to put a run together I think we've been struggling recently yeah so. it feels like we're stagnating a wee bit I think we need to we need hopefully our support this week I'll carry them through and we can uh, get a few wins on the board before we meet up again next week and find out how they're doing yep, so like, like we said if you do speak Spanish please get in touch with us and help us try get in touch with Sold America and maybe be the first owners of a Solda America Scottish football strip. Do you know what I would do if I spoke Spanish and I'm listening to this just now? I would definitely get in touch at Scott Soccer FM. And what I would do is compose an email, and we won't know any better, but just <laughs> fill it full of really offensive stuff, yeah. send it off to Solda yeah. America, and then we'll just be banned. Yeah, I mean, right. that's what I would do. See if you want to have a laugh, sign it, Christian Daddy, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, one more thing before we head off for this week. Scotland's Game, the documentary, BBC documentary. Don't know if you caught it, Ray. Did you manage to yeah, watch it? Yeah, I thought it was great, but um, chronologically, an absolute mess. Yeah, it was all over the place. It was uh, and talking about all different things. There was, the money, is the, the, the theme was meant to be about money. I play for money, the famous Graham Sinners yeah. quote. But it wasn't really. It was talking about sectarianism. And then... I felt that there was a couple of things they could have spent longer on. We all know the story about Morris Johnson signing for Rangers. We yeah. all know the story about Fergus McCann and the you know building the stadium. Creepy looking guy, Fergus yeah, McCann. Fergus isn't he? McCann yeah. has a great voice. <laughs> so we know these stories, and while they're interesting. I want to know why Rab Douglas meeting someone in a nightclub led to yeah. the, led to the like failure of a merger between <laughs> Dundee and Dundee United. That was just skimmed over. <laughs> it, it, it basically they were like, well, what happened was um, Roger. Uh, it was Roger Mitchell or something, and he was yeah. like, it was uh, Rab Douglas was married to Peter Marr's daughter, That's and they right. met in a nightclub, of course he was. and then the deal was off, and then it was like. So then Graham Sooners signed him. And, and I was like, no, 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 no. Go back. Why Why did that happen? 
It just didn't make any sense. Because it was one I didn't really know much about. I vaguely remember at the time. It was 1999. Listen, Dundee, Dundee United fans, give us a shout. Go onto the forum on Pineborough Vote and please do tell us why it fell through. Because it was left very ambiguous. It was amazing when they said... uh, They'd come up the strip and everything, <laughs> but yeah. all of a sudden, Rab Douglas maybe got a wedgie and Fat Sam's. And yeah, then, <laughs> exactly. And, then and also, I didn't realise it was Jim McLean's idea. He yeah. was just like, well, the, you know, if we join forces, we'll be much stronger together and be able to take on Rangers and Celtic and stuff. There should have been more time on that. Also, the the Hearts Hibs uh, takeover, as it was then, Hearts buying Hibs. That was fascinating as well. When John Robertson told the story about, uh, you know, coming in at half-time, yeah. don't score any goals in the second half. Imagine that. Yeah, happened. and Sandy Clark going, yeah, yeah, of course, officer turn around going, that's not going to happen. Sandy Clark's such a wee re- weasel, like, <laughs> just trying to stir things up. Yeah, exactly. I want a riot. He's at Dunfermline, of course, now, Sandy <laughs> yeah. Clark. He's assistant manager, yeah, so... Just tell him to say hi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do. I'll pass on your regards. Oh, so I should... Uh, this has just made me think, Sandy Clark, when I was thinking about um, Queen of the South and stuff like that, uh, Derek Lyle scored his 100th goal for Queen of the South this weekend Yeah he did Yeah he did um, Another man who is uh, You know Never ageing And also orange <laughs> so he's, he's getting oranger Like yeah. I'm pretty sure When I look at Derek Lyle It makes me think that his dad was morph Yeah like, <laughs> It's the only logical explanation Listen fair play to the guy 100 goals for Queen of the South Yeah that great ma- achievement uh, they were singing his name as he as he went off on Saturday. They were taking off about 15, 20 minutes from the end. And uh, fair play, 100 goals. Makes sense. Side. Sunbed shop shut at five. Well, that Needs is to get true. One in. Needs to get off. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was it for this week. Listen, we have had great fun again. Thank you so much for listening to us. Hope you're enjoying the shows. Please do tell your friends and let them listen to them as well. There's more on Twitter at ScottSoccerFM and on our forum at PineBurble.com. Get in touch there for a where are they now. Anything else you have for us as well. It's goodbye from myself and Ray. Thank you very much, Ray Bradshaw. Thank you very much, and thank you, Christian Natty. Yes, absolutely. More from Christian later on in the season. But for now, we'll catch you next Monday after the Scotland game. Come on, Scotland, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>